So this week, FanimeCon announced that they will be doing an all-virtual convention for 2021. But if you got tickets for 2020, don't worry. They roll over to 2022. Hi, my name is Cruz, and I'm one of your hosts for the Nakama Podcast, here with my co-host. So, that's funny that you bring that up because Vince talked to me and asked me if his tickets from last year are going to roll over to they this do. year. And if they're going to cancel, if they're going to roll over to next year. And I was they like, roll over to next year. I don't know. You're asking the wrong person, bro. Yeah, I think I've only went to Crunchyroll one time. No, Fanime. But yes, they roll over. Uh, Netflix is working on a Terminator anime with the studio behind Psychopaths and Ghost in the Shell. I don't know. I like Psychopaths. I've never seen Ghost in the Shell. I like uh, Ghost in the Shell. I've barely seen Psychopaths. The animation's good. Yeah. VTuber Clyde. Hoochinmi? Hachisi? Holy shit. Dude, let me read that one. <laughs> You, you've already messed up two out of three words. What do you mean? VTuber Keita Higuchi will perform the theme for season two of I'm Standing on a Million Limes, which is, you know, a pretty notable thing because it's yeah. a fucking VTuber. Oh, I don't care about that. I, the, the, the show was cool. The I show was it. cool. Yeah. Dude, I, I hope all this VTuber stuff just dies. It's not gonna. I hope it dies. It's going to full steam. You have to remember, things in Japan, most of their entertainment is organized it's not like natural whereas here you think of like you know like fucking script writers and directors and musicians and all this all starting off as like one person who wanted to do this thing and was like oh i'm gonna take my ideas i'm gonna pitch it to everyone i'm gonna succeed boom live in the dream not the way it happens over there over there a whole group of people get together they say this is gonna happen and then they hire people to fill out those spots which is why a lot of their Music groups are just straight up, like, fabricated. They're people who didn't know each other before they got the job of being a musician. It's the same thing with, like, everything else they do. So because of that difference, the fact that VTubers are not, like, sort of a naturally occurring thing, I guess, yeah, doesn't I'm, matter. I'm over all this VTuber it's gonna It's gonna keep going full speed ahead because there's a shit ton of money behind it. You're, it's not going anywhere soon. It's probably only going to get bigger from here. Demon Slayer surpasses Spirited Away as the number one Japanese film worldwide. Rip. Yep. Spirited Away was such a good movie. I can't say the same for Demon Slayer because I haven't seen it. I wouldn't say Spirited Away is the best one. I didn't say it was the best. I said it was such a good movie. Yeah, I like that doesn't... Princess Mononoke way more. I do too. Princess Mononoke is... I don't know if it's my favorite Studio Ghibli film. Might be my second favorite. And that's my favorite, and that's that Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. I was going to say it because Porco Rosso and Nausicaa the Valley of the Wind are pretty high up there. Yeah, and then Howling Howl's Moving Castle is somewhere in there. Yeah, I've never seen that one. That's maybe like top five. And it's then, pretty fun. Then Totoro's three. Never seen Pio. Pio. Totoro? Not that high on the list for me. Yeah. I feel like it got ruined in high school by a bunch of girls who were like really super into it to like an annoying degree. That that's just most people in high school. Yeah, and then Ponyo was cute, but I think I think that one hit too late for me, and then I was just kind of like, eh, I guess it's a cute movie, whatever. Yeah, I've never seen that one, and then I haven't seen Kiki's Delivery Service. I fucking either. love Kiki's Delivery Service. That's a good one. No, I I seen snippets of it. And I'm like, I'm not interested at all. Mm. There's an animated series coming for a, a Vocaloid performer, Hatsune Miku. So uh, she's actually an idol, bro. Idol, whatever. <laughs> she's a fucking robot. I don't think it matters. She's not even a robot, though. She's beeps and boops. It doesn't fucking... 
because she doesn't have a physical body, so she couldn't be a robot. She doesn't have a physical body yet. You know it's coming, bro. Damn, you know one of these is gonna buy one and then fuck it. You know what's gonna happen is like Corona is gonna end, right? Which I know that they're lifting their restrictions. I think in like March or something, uh, for Japan at least across all the prefectures. You know that's gonna open up. People are gonna start getting comfortable with concerts again. They're gonna be like, "Ooh, it's the first performance of fucking Hatsune Miku," and a fucking robot's gonna come out on stage, and be a like beep boop boop bop beep boop bop into the yeah. microphone, and then everybody's gonna go like, "Ah." Dude, if Hatsune became a robot, that that's it. Skynet's being for reals. Probably get those guys at Weta who did all the the special effects for the robots and fucking uh, Ghost in the Shell to do a, a fucking Hatsune Miku. I'd I'd see that. That'd be weird. That'd be cool as shit. She used to stay as nothing but numbers in a data stream. Well, no, because she's also turning into an anime. I say the sooner we get robots here, the sooner we get rid of them. The sooner we get past them, rather. So the sooner we, we get we to that conflict... We have that like, headless uh, robot dog in China that just walks around. You realize that we have robot dogs in the U.S. And that you yourself can order one for like $80,000. Why would I want to spend $80,000 on a headless dog robot? Because you can make it do dog shit. And also you don't have to poop. It doesn't have to poop. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to walk it. So like if you were like, ah, I want a dog. I've got $80,000 laying around. But for some reason in my current living situation, I can't own a dog. Just drop that $80,000 on a fucking Boston Dynamics robot dog. And uh, as long as you don't put any weapons on it, you can you can own it. That's weird. Why don't you just like take care of like a Tamagotchi at that point? It's like twenty bucks for one. You'd but you'd have a physical thing that you could play with. But it doesn't have a head. The front of it acts as kind of a head. Like it still nods its head. It still sits. It still wags. Like, how are you gonna play it's with ass. it? Uh, if you throw the ball, it's not like it's gonna go fetch it because it doesn't have a head. It's got attachments actually. <laughs> you, have to, no you have to remember that these things were like developed initially with the idea of them like being utilities. They're useful. So they actually do. I believe one of the things that is an attachment for it is a grabber. So I think reasonably speaking, you could pay you could play fetch with it. Now, why is a whole different question why you would, you know, play fetch with this weird yellow robot dog, but you could. And I think that's important. I guess. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Zombieland Saga Revenge is coming out April 8th. I don't know if you saw Zombieland Saga. No. It was a good one. It was a, it was a nice uh, sort of, I guess, idle anime. But no, it was, a, it was a fucking solid anime. It was it was them like singing and rapping. It was pretty to, cool. To zombies? It, no, it was zombies doing it. Zombies in a mansion starting a music group. What is this, the Monster Mash? Is this fucking 19-whatever thriller? Uh, RPG Fudo-san. That manga is getting an anime adaptation. We don't know when it's releasing, but it's it's a, it's, it's a manga about real estate. So who isn't, you know, down for that adaptation? That's weird. I mean, it's still like fantasy elements, you know? So it's not just like... It's like, oh, I'm going to sell you this house for 20 bucks. It comes with a fucking hex beast in it. It's not like, you know, like, oh, this corner apartment in Shibuya will run you, you know, a thousand 
U.S. dollars a month kind of, you know, like a regular anime dude is trying to sell you a regular anime condo. No, it's like for like, I don't know. It's like centaurs and shit. I don't. It looks cool. It looks fun. It looks stupid as shit. But we also don't know when it's coming out. We just know that it it is. Uh, I even checked the official uh, Japanese Twitter account and no mention of any date at all. Just a whole lot of hoorah that it's getting developed. So we're probably still very early on and it may not even come out until next year, possibly further down the line. Maybe. Yeah. And an adaptation of Yuka Tachibana and Yasuyuki Siyuri's The Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent is coming to Funimation on April 6th. And I was actually surprised to see that it's just straight up coming to Funimation. The same. I mean, it's going to be simulcast. So when it comes out on TV over there, it's going to come out on Funimation here. But that's like, obviously Funimation gets a lot of shit, but rarely do we find out at the announcement date that they're going to have something. So I was pretty happy to see that because most of the time we see, you know, news where it's like, oh, it's coming out like March 23rd. It'll be hitting Funimation. You know, we either find out that it's coming out on the same date, like right before it comes out or that it comes out, you know, like it's a couple weeks down the road, something like that. But no, this is going to be straight up simulcast from get go from Jump Street. And that's just a just a fantasy story from what I read doesn't sound too different than you know, really anything that we've probably already seen, but it's coming out. So, you know, keep your eyes on that one. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, you know, got confirmed. We already speculated that it was coming out. That was like the next logical move for Pokemon since they did Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And that's going to come out later this year. They didn't say when, though, just later this year. And from the trailer, I thought it was fake. Because the, the, the animation that they went for, they they stuck with the old top-down view. So, yeah. So it looks 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 hella shitty. I thought it was fake when I first saw it. Because it was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Looks like a really shitty emulated game. I never actually checked it out. Damn. Some news host you are. I'll do it right now. It doesn't... Mm. Dude, it looks... It looks off. Looks hella... Looks hella it fake. It looks like... It's weird. When when I was watching it, it looked like no, there's there's no way this is real. And then you see the the name, the Nintendo logo at the end, and I was like, holy fuck! And then they gave it a lame ass name, Brilliant Diamond, and I think it's like Flawless Pearl. Are you sure it wouldn't be Flawless Diamond and Brilliant Pearl? No, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Ah, uh, anyways. I mean, looked... they always do that, though, right? No. When they do remakes. There's Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. Then Wasn't there also, Heart like, Fire Gold. Red? There's Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah, but there's also, like, Fire Red and, like, Leaf, Leaf Green. Green. So what I'm saying is there's always an adjective beforehand mm. whenever they do a remake. So it's like there's red and there's, you know, whatever, and then there's... Fucking fire red and then whatever and then there's so it's a very lengthy title. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Well, brilliant diamond makes sense because that's how you measure the quality of a diamond is by its brilliance. Brilliance taking the meaning not of intelligence, but rather ability to reflect light. Mm-hmm. 
I, don't, I guess maybe they grade pearls on shininess. I don't know. Is it shine? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen do pearls. Do I look like I own oysters? Yes. <laughs> Actually, you do. Yeah. What the fuck? If I saw you in like a like a yellow jumpsuit, like the guy on the Newman's Own fish sticks box on a boat, I wouldn't be like, "What's that guy doing up there?" I'd be like, "I guess that fits." Mm. I'd probably just assume you were Samoan, but like, what the fuck? Is that a brown kind of boat? It's probably Samoan. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, you look but like I... somebody who might own oysters. I'm. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that affects your self esteem in some way. I don't know how you view people who own oysters. That's but weird. I can see that happening. If I'm... you said, "Hey, Cruz, I've got six oysters," I'd be like, "Cool, fine, sure, whatever." I wouldn't be like, whoa, would you get those? Just be like, oh, I guess. But I'm not a scene. I'm a field. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Were you not the guy that was like, we need to go catch crabs, guys. I yeah. need to go get crab traps. We yeah. can catch six of them before the county can step in. Yes. If you can make the leap to crabs, then why not oysters? Because oysters are deeper than crabs. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually don't know where oysters are. They hang out in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, but, like, the bottom of the ocean is relative. Yeah. That could be, like, 10 meters down. That could be 3 meters down. That could be, like, 150 meters down. Could be leagues, bro. Have you never read John Steinbeck's The Pearl? Probably in high school. They go pretty deep. Not hella deep, but kind of deep. Oh. Anyways, more Pokemon news. They also showed off Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is coming sometime next year in 2022, which looks fucking interesting but weird at the same fucking time. I know a lot of people are comparing it to Breath of the Wild because it's open world. Because open world and like it's... Turn-based action. Like it's like an RPG. Yeah. So it's really weird. I I just... You can play the Final Fantasy games. It tripped me out when I saw your trainer do a fucking barrel roll like why do you need to dodge wait he did yeah i didn't see that he's running and then he like does a little roll he's like the people that will be boulders a lot of people are saying that this is going to be the first one yeah that it might turn into a series you know honestly that's why it's kind of called legends but yeah it's going to be the first one because underneath you see the other text so it could be a different one. I'd have to imagine if they're going Pokemon Legends, fucking Arceus or whatever, we're probably going to get like Pokemon Legends, insert other fucking god in well, the that's, Pokemon that's universe. The thing. It makes sense for Arceus because Arceus- He's like the, the, the main yeah, dude. He's, he's the, the Zeus. He made everything somehow. But like what I'm saying is if they have to single out that individual Pokemon, then we're probably going to get- like fucking, there might even be like a Pokemon Legends Zapdos or something. No, not Zapdos. At a certain point where it's like, okay, we're going through like all of the, the big, you know, sort of god-like I Pokemon. The other one that I can think of is like maybe Darkrai or Garatina, but not Zapdos. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't understand the har- uh, the hierarchy of uh, Pokemon legendaries and which ones are and are not gods. Yeah, I think the the Pokemon from Sun and Moon are celestial beings. So gods. From space. By definition, wouldn't all gods be gods from space? No, because cause the legendary birds are from, from Earth. But are they gods? No. 
They're just so then why would they matter? They're just birds. So it's just, just like really it's the difference between birds. seeing a thunderbird and like Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay. It's like a they're not Jesus Christ. They're a thunderbird. And they're just actually I guess yeah, Zapdos would be based off of a thunder thunderbird. Yeah. And Moltres would be based off of some sort of firebird. They're just they're, a phoenix. That's a that's that's a firebird. The, I'm just, learning right now. They're just, they're just really strong birds. What was the blue one? Articuno. I don't know of any big blue birds. Uh, that he would have been he would have been based off of. He does ice. But like everything else is the other two make sense to me, right? But Articuno, I don't fucking he's believed to be based on two similar mythical birds of prey from Persian and Middle Eastern r- traditions, apparently. Apparently. Well, that's what they showed for Pokemon Legends. It looks interesting. I definitely want to get it, but we'll see. And another gaming stuff. Animal Crossing's having a crossover event. Crossover event with uh, Hello Kitty. What they, the fuck? Yep, they announced. That it. makes sense. They they announced it yesterday. Apparently, you they're going to be coming out with new cards, new uh, Animal Crossing cards. They're not new. They've just never been released over here in the United States. Ah, you can pick them up at Target exclusively at Target starting March twenty sixth. And the thing is, hopefully, people don't try to scalp them because you literally just need one pack. Because each pack has all six cards. It's not random like the other okay. Amiibo cards. Yeah, no, they 100% will scalp them and then sell them online. Yep. If there's a limited supply, it's going to happen. Yep. So I'm going to try to get a couple of those for Brittany and her niece. Kyogre is a god. Yeah. Huh. He's the, I said he was a big-ass whale. Kyogre is the god of the sea in Groudon's land. That's why they hate each other. Groudon is a god. And they're also Crips and Blood. That's also why they hate each other. Kyogre's blue and Groudon's red. So I hope that you're learning very quickly that when I was a kid and I played Pokemon, I just picked the Pokemon that I thought were cool, cared nothing about the stats or the story, and just beat the shit out of children. I probably had, like, the most unoptimized team. I was a terrible, terrible Pokemon player, clearly. Rayquaza makes sense as a god because he's clearly Quetzalcoatl. Dude, that and he's the one that keeps them in check. Huh. Yep. So, <laughs> so if you want to get those uh, cards, hopefully people aren't assholes. In other news, Bioware just abandoned Anthem. We literally all saw this coming. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why that's a surprise to people. It's like, like on its like second birthday as well. Yeah. And like, Jacob no was one... all like, "Oh my god, why would they do that? They should have on the birthday. Why are we not getting more support for this game?" And it's like because it came out shitty. They did barely anything to help it, and then figured. I guess it's a lost cause. Like, within the first six months. Not even six months. Like, the first three months. They were just kind of like, you know what? It was bad. We're moving past it. And they then... just didn't want to admit it. Jacob doesn't want to admit it. No, Jacob doesn't want to admit he, that it's a bad he game. He will die on that hill mm-hmm. the same way with how it... you won't admit uh, Cyberpunk is a bad game. Because, like, I've told him, it's got decent mechanics. It's just a shitty game. Yeah. You take those mechanics and put them into a well-written game and it would be a fun game, but this is it's not a great game. Yep. Anthem, the developers are just like, fuck this shit. We're done. And they're just going to focus on Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Which, Mass Effect Andromeda was ass. Yeah. And Dragon Age Inquisition was also not very good, so... Inquisition wasn't terrible. It just... It was one of those things where it was like it felt like it went on for too long. I, I feel like it, like it like could have cut off like a good forty percent of that game, and it would have been a better game for I it. Feel like they they were focusing too much on the sex thing because I remember you could fuck the big like demon looking guy. Yeah, and it's just like 
okay, I guess. I didn't know I was playing a dating simulator. For me, it just felt a lot like they were like, oh, we have to make this game like bigger because bigger is better, right? Yeah. And then they decided to do that, and then they were like just ran out of ideas to how to fill the space because they had that one uh, collectible quest where it was just like, pick some flowers. And then it was just like a shit ton of them, and it was like, you really want me to run around this whole area? Yeah. Plucking shit out of the ground? Like you... You consider that a fun activity for the... No. The fuck out of my face. Cut 40% off this game and you have a better game. Yeah. But everyone knew Anthem was dead. Just Jacob didn't want to open his eyes. Yep. Other than that, uh, Cyberpunk is not getting any fucking kind of support. As in, like, not getting any breaks. Because apparently their patch got delayed because the developers can't get access to the VPN. Which I don't understand how the fuck that even works. I don't think it's um I think I think it's not that they can't get access to it. I think it's that they can't safely get access to it because yeah. we had the whole source code leak and all that shit. There's probably information out there that, you know, is is hindering them as far as pushing forward with that sort of development because it could be that there's somebody else on the other side yeah. that they're trying to, you know, yeah. deal with Cyberpunk was the most hyped up game turned out to be very okay, and anytime these try these guys try to try to get their head out of the water, yep, some asshole comes. Every and single just time they've been like, "We'll them. fix it." Yeah. Nope, they're not allowed to. It's like I don't know. It's it, like trying to offer a drowning man water. It, yeah, it's just like that character in like every show, every sitcom who only exists to get shit on. Mm-hmm. It's like the Toby of video games right now. Yeah. Like, I think the game is very okay, but I don't have... Like, I wouldn't want this on any developer. Because these these are people's jobs that they got to go to. Like, just imagine being, like, at a place. And be like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I work for, you know, the, the people who made Cyberpunk. And just immediately just, like... It's a fun thing to happen when it's a problem that you see coming a mile away and they clearly haven't done nothing to fix it. So, like, it was fun for me to shit on Mass Effect Andromeda because you could tell for a while it was going to be a bad game and then it came yeah. out and it was a terrible game. And so it was like, aha, your decisions made this shitty. And at the beginning, that was the same thing with Cyberpunk where it was like, aha, you released it too early, you assholes. And since then, it's just been, like, pretty much shit out of their control and it gets to a point where you're kind of, like, it's just sad. Yeah, it's like, do they piss someone else off? And then now they're just like, no, no help. Yeah, you start getting like you start feeling pity, and it's like ah. And you bully, and you bully the kid too much, and then you find they hurt themselves, and you're like, damn, maybe I kind of did that. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> Fucking Velheim sells four million copies. I'm surprised I can say that, but I can't say Asian people names. I mean, Valheim is also not that hard of a thing to pronounce, and those are like noises that you've made before. I've never said Heim in my entire life. Sure you have. Have you ever said the phrase Heimlich Maneuver? No. Have you ever said Hyman? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, Valheim. Pretty yep. fun. Never played it. The uh, building in it is weird, though, because like, you can build structures and shit. But it's one of those ones where, like, they take physics fairly seriously. So, like, if you build too high, it'll just fall. Damn. And sometimes if you're building something above you and it gets to be too heavy, it'll just fall on you and hurt you. So then trying to figure out what sort of combination of materials makes things stronger. You can waste way too fucking long trying to build in that game. 
Like most games, most people will do like the the fucking four by four box. Like mm. just keep the monsters out, and I'm fine. I feel like that's what the guys who made Valheim intended for you to do, because if you try doing anything more, like there's there becomes a certain point where if you were like, I want to build a castle in this game, you'd have to do math to be mm. like, oh shit. All right, well, how much, how many blocks up, and then how many of this kind of material will these walls support before they cave in? And should I put supports here or here or here? And like, you'd have to plan this shit out. You couldn't just like build it like you can in like a Minecraft or something. Yeah, because I know the most intricate I've ever gone with anything is arc. Mm -hmm. But in arc, you don't, the stuff just holds itself up. Like I, well, I know no. that you can like no because you can glitch things and it still works. Yeah, it's not it's supposed to intend because that's what I used to do with the boat. As soon as I would race to get to the boat and then build a mobile home. That's because, true. You did that for us. You can just glitch it so it goes underneath so it's the stone support underneath. Yeah, but also Ark will do the thingy where it's like, uh, if you have like a support pillar, you can't build a floor on top mm-hmm. of it more than like three blocks away or something. Yeah, but. It also tells you that. Mm. Like, so if you try to place it, it tells you. Like, you see that it's red. Yeah, it's red. But Valheim, no, you just build it, and then it falls apart, and you're like, well, I wasted material. Fuck. Rip. Yeah. So you just kind of have to, like, keep a mental note of this shit, and it's it's way more complicated. But that also, in a weird way, does kind of make it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's old four million. Also, it's an RPG, so, you know, we got other RPGs to do. I'm just focusing on the building because it's the most unique thing about it for me. Oh, and you can sail your boat off the end of the world. It's literally a waterfall. Damn. Flat Earth. Damn. Yeah. That's the real Earth, not the But also, if it's really hard to do that because you need, like, a longboat because it's the zoomiest. Otherwise, you will get attacked by sea monsters and die. Damn, there's sea monsters in the game? Yep. It's a fun game. I've never played it. I don't I think, think it's on, on consoles. Yeah, I think it's on computer only. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's PC. Get a PC. No. Get a PC, bro. What if we got sponsored? What if? What if... What if we got, like, a sponsor that was, like, build a PC on fucking YouTube or something? Did they not do that? But I'm not, I'm not out of my money now. Hmm. Another news, Halo, the TV show, is finally coming out. Supposedly. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Paramount Plus. I didn't even know they had a service. I Has it officially launched? I've heard people bring up Paramount Plus before. I don't think it exists yet. Yeah, but it's, well, this Halo thing is supposed to come out early. Next I wonder if they're trying to do like a, if they're trying to do like a that might be like a launch title for it or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited though. I've watched most of the Halo media. I think I've only missed one thing. Yeah, but other than that, I've watched anytime they come out with the movie. Huh. So yeah, Halo TV show in 2022. Yeah. So if you like to hang out with the Master Chef, I don't even know if it's about the Master Chef. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't. Do we have information about that yet? No, I don't think so. Just that it's coming out. Do you remember when uh, not paying for cable was supposed to save you money? Yeah. And now there's like a billion streaming services. Yep. And I'm pretty sure if you had all of them, you'd be paying like twice as much as you would be for cable. Yep. This isn't an ad for Comcast. I hate them, but you know, like, like really, how much of a price difference is there now? Yeah. I, I only pay for, like, two things, Funimation and Netflix. I pay for Crunchy and Amazon. And I guess Amazon, but I pay for Amazon mostly for the package delivery. I give a rat's ass about the, the shows. Yeah, the shows are pretty good. The Jack Ryder show. Jack Ryan cool. is good. Oh, but, Ryan. <laughs> but that's the only thing that I watch on there, really. Well, that and uh, repeatedly no, they, they watching the first Gen. season of SpongeBob. 
They have Top Gear on there. I don't watch Top Gear. Bro, what the fuck? Top Gear's hella good. I mean, I've seen I've seen it before, but it's not... Car shows just ain't my Dude, thing. Unless can... it's a Pimp My Ride, then Dude, I'm they good. They have Grim on there. I saw that years ago when it was on like CBS or something. That show's hella good. Again, I've already seen it. The Boys is on Amazon. You love The Boys. I haven't finished the second season. Still? Yeah, Adrian's been bugging Adrian me about it. hasn't spoiled it for you yet. Yeah, no, he's he hasn't. But like, I've been telling him I'll get to it for like a long ass time. So you're you're pulling an Adrian I on Adrian. Things like I honestly don't even know if I'm gonna finish it. Like at this point, I might not. I don't. Know. I might not finish it until like season three is coming out, and then I'll be like, oh, fuck it. I guess I'll watch season two. Guess I'll finish it. I think it's still only like. I think I only have like two episodes left, and I just never got around to it. I don't know. The last part of news is uh, Persona 5 Strikers came out. I got it, and it is very okay. The story is cool, but the gameplay itself is not as smooth as Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm. This isn't a full review for it because I barely played the game. But um, if you like Persona 5, the base game, it, this is a sequel to it. You know, it the Royal part does, any, does not account for this, so you don't need to play Royal. And, uh... The one thing I will give it is it's definitely more intricate than some of the other Dynasty Warrior uh, spinoffs because, you know, you're playing as Joker, so you still have access to a bunch of Personas, and each Persona is different, different moves, different skills, different weaknesses. So at least it's entertaining because not each Persona plays, or each combo isn't the same depending on which Persona you use. And the characters, like you're the Phantom Thieves, are pretty cool. Yusuke is probably one of the better ones. Same with um, fucking Punchy Girl and Haru. Haru just is a powerhouse. He just hold X and she just either shoots her grenade launcher hello or just does a lot of damage. So she's like the Blanca of Persona 5. From Dynasty Warriors? From Street Fighter. The big green dude who has the electric thingy and like everybody just like huddles on the ground and just continually shocks and then anytime you try to get near him it hurts you and then if you try to shoot like a fireball at him it goes over him because you're ducking no it's not like him i'm just saying where you can just like spam one attack and win yes and no with haru you can for the fact that if you do some one of her combos where you hold the x button yeah you won't get knocked out of that animation but everyone else like all the the shadows will hit you and they can knock you out of their animation of your animation ah so they can interrupt you but you can do the same with them but uh the, the game itself is it's not it's not bad. The story's good. There's just so much of it. God fucking damn. There's so much story. Really? Yeah, like Age of Calamity, you know, there there you see the cutscene before, after. You don't see a cutscene fight, cutscene, fight, 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 cutscene. Mm-hmm. This one it's like, alright, let's go fucking jerk off these guys. And then it's like, alright, let's do this. And then the fucking bitch ass cat's like, actually, we should go over here first. So then it's like, why'd you make me walk all the way over here then? Oh my god. At least for gameplay-wise, it's not as smooth as Age of Calamity, but I feel like that's probably because I'm playing on the Switch, yeah. and Age of Calamity was meant for the Switch, while this game, is, I'm pretty sure, was meant for the PlayStation. So that's probably why it feels a little janky to me. That, and there's just so much information on screen where it's just, it's not overloading, but it, it almost gets there. Because not only do your skill names pop up when you do the, the combo, yeah. But the same with the enemies and the same with your teammates. So all of those texts are coming up 
And huh. since I'm playing it on the Switch, not all of it fucking fits on it. Like, sometimes it's too much. But I think, again, that's more of the, the Switch limitations. Because yeah. I got it on the Switch. Because I don't own the PlayStation. Yeah. But overall, if you like Persona, definitely pick it up. And if you like Dynasty Warrior games, it doesn't give you no backstory to to who these characters are. Everyone, you, you just assume that you played Persona 5 and that's why you picked this up. I mean, most people who would pick it up probably did. Yeah. Because if you're just picking it up because you're a fan of the studio or you're a fan yeah. of the, the genre, this one will not be like, oh, this is this is why Anne is a piece of shit. Or yeah, you're going to be a little bit lost. Yeah. Like, you don't understand why these guys are all friends. I mean, you play the game, you kind of still don't. Yeah. I don't understand why Anne's part of the group or Ryuji. Well, you just don't understand Ryuji because he's annoying. Yeah, I bet I maxed out his social link. Nice. Anyways, Persona 5 Strikers, it's okay. Now it's break time. Yep. Now, now since the gaming thing is done, we're going to the to the meat of the potatoes. The the meat and potatoes there of, we the, go. of the show. <laughs> of the show. Going over some animes uh, today. We're we going over. We're going over three. Today's is ah oh, fuck. I forgot the name. Supposedly, suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies comes moves to a starter town. That's the name of it. Okay, it's a really long one. The title kind of gives you already an idea what the show's kind about. Of, it gives you most of the show. Yeah, it's uh basically it revolves around a child. Um, actually, they refer to him as adult the entire time. They're always like, what is this man doing? But the title refers to him as a kid. You sure? Yeah, 100%. It took me out because, like, he looks like a little kid he looks cosplaying. Like a boy. He looks like a little kid cosplaying fucking Link from Breath yeah. of the Wild. But they keep referring to him as, like, this man. And so it was like, that guy doesn't look like a man to me. That guy looks like he's 12. Yeah, but I think that's just the anime in general when it's like, oh, yeah, she's actually 22 and she looks like she's barely 13. Yeah, I think I think probably. Because actually, yeah, a lot, even like the older characters are well, yeah, still drawn very round where like, they're like younger like His grandma, the the main character, well, no, I guess she's like a side character. Yeah. Keeps referring to her as a lolly grandma. Yep. It's weird. Anyway, it, it revolves around this kid who's from, uh, it's one of those anime where everything's a game world. And he's from a town where there's like the last dungeon the last final boss level up thingy uh and then he moves to a city that's like furthest six six hours away by train train. but he ran in two minutes and he was like my girl i was like and i i didn't run as fast as i should have i thought that part was cool when he was going over how he's the weakest of his town but he's the strongest one in that town i don't think it was it was Two minutes, though, because wasn't he like, oh, my grandpa said it would take him two days. No, because he was saying that his grandpa would have done it way faster. That's what I'm saying. Didn't he say it like that? But then he said like his dad or his grandpa said like two days or something. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. Point is, he yeah. ran very fast over there the whole way. The whole way. And it's a starter town. So everyone's just so, like, what the fuck? This guy has like level 99 stats while yeah. everyone's still rocking like five. Exactly. So all of the things that sort of he experiences along the way, which are monsters, he's kind of just like, oh, this is part of the game world because it's part of what he grew up around. Yeah. That part made me laugh when yeah. that giant grasshopper comes in and he just kicks it and then throws it. He just yeah. keeps doing that. He just keeps chucking it like it's a fucking ball. Yeah, he does the thing where he like he comes in and he smashes into its head and kills it because it's like right about to kill somebody. And then he's the like, belt princess. Yeah, he's like, 
I didn't know there were so many bugs in town, and just kind of like walks off. Yeah. And then later on, he's like reading like a sign or like a poster on a board or something, and one of these big ass crickets, like big ass crickets. These things are like stories tall. Yeah. Um, sort of pops in, and he just sort of smacks it, and then yep. it. It, it spins like it, it's not even like animated. It's just like they took a frame and then they made it spin out of frame, and it was, yeah. that was funny. I think that the, the humor in this one was was good. I like. Yeah. It. Well, all three of them I liked. Yeah, all um, three of them this week were good. They were good. Um, but yeah, he his main goal is just to get stronger because he's the weakest one in his town. Yeah. Which is not. He's still hella strong, even though he's the weakest, and it just makes you think, like, goddamn. Yeah, there's even a point where um, he he meets this like witch lady who's like very well known in the town because she's a fucking witch. Yeah, his, and his her her uncle. It's her niece. He she is he is her niece. No fuck, I'm saying nephew. There we go. Fuck. That's her, that's his aunt. Yes. Okay. So he's got this this witch aunt that he goes to stay with, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I really know that much magic. I forget what happens at a certain point. She spills, or she she drops coffee on her face, splashes it into her face, and he goes and he wipes her face with this like napkin he's got. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh my god, my skin is so much better. I'm not all blemished. I was trying to get rid of these. It's like a curse or something. What the fuck did you do?" And then he's like, "Oh, you know, it's this napkin." And then she's like, "Is it an enchanted napkin?" And he's like, "Well, no, it's just kind of like a regular napkin, but then you draw these shapes on it." <laughs> yeah. And then it makes he he does like a weird little cleaning commercial where he's like he like rubs it across like a an old wooden table leg and it like it's yeah, all clean and it's it, brand yeah. new and whatever. And he's like, "Good. Hey, it gets rid of any stain." <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "This is fucking restoration magic i've been yeah. trying to learn this forever what for do you mean years and you already know offhandedly too. yeah and then he's like well that and like the only other magic i can do is i can just make it rain whenever i want yeah. and she's like nobody can do that <laughs> yeah now this one's hella funny yeah Definitely. this is fucking fun because other than his aunt being a witch he meets a princess that had a curse that she just permanently had a belt around her head yep and everyone just referred to her as Belt Princess. And he did the same thing where he cleans her up yep. and it removes the curse. And then she just falls madly in love with him. But the weird thing is, like, it removes the curse, but the belt is still, like, alive. Yeah. So it just, sentient. like, becomes her stand and it's really fucking weird. Yeah. But it's funny weird. Yeah. Because there's, like, a part where she gets into a fight and it's, like, helping her. Yeah, it, like, blocks the blow. And she's like, what the fuck? That's straight up a stand, bro. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I don't know if I fell asleep or didn't pay attention, but how the fuck does he meet, like, the thief chick? I just remember that in the second episode, she just realizes how strong he is because she was standing next to him. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember. Yeah, I think she just shows up. And Probably. she just notices him. But, yeah. Because I remember he goes, the the part that I, like, I go from, like, that first part to him Trying out to be a cook at that one dude's restaurant. Yeah, that's the third episode. Yeah. But like, the second episode a... is him trying to take... The reason he moves to this town is because he wants to join the military to yes. become stronger. He second episode is him doing the military exam. In the third episode, you find out that he fails it, so he doesn't want to go back home, so he gets a part-time at a shitty restaurant. Yeah. But because his... risotto. Yeah, his, his stats, his, his shit is so strong that he just makes the restaurant just better yeah 
like the food better, everything. And she's like, what the fuck? Who is this kid? And the guy who uh, runs the place is like super suspicious of him because he's like, oh, he's over leveled. Mm. He's clearly up to something. And no, the kid's just like trying to vibe, just trying to get yeah. some money. Just waiting for a whole other year to take the test again. Yeah, it. The thing that I like the most is he thinks he's hella weak. Yeah, but it's just like, nah, bro. You need you, your two. You're too OP. Because yeah, even a certain point where the witch is like, all right, tomorrow we're gonna work on getting you some common sense, as in like, like roasting him for not understanding that he's actually very good at things, mm. and he's just sort of like earnestly is like, okay, like yes, yep. and it's like, and she's making fun of you. Yeah. The first two episodes, they don't really set up anything other than the, his aunt is actually the missing princess that went missing for a couple of years. Yep. And you find out that her dad got possessed by some evil thing yep. and it could destroy the world. And his grandma doesn't want the kid. The kid's name is Lloyd, by the way. Yeah, it's weird. She doesn't want Lloyd to um, partake because it's taboo. In their town to help unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, and I'm assuming it's taboo because game mechanics wise, yeah, they're just too strong. They're too strong. He, he was saying that his grandpa or his family members used to take out demon lords when monsters got a little bit too tough for yeah. regular people. Huh. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was a solid anime. I give it a four. Yeah, hell of four. It was funny. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Too. I'm probably going to continue watching that one. The The second one that we're going over today is Wonder Egg Priority, which is also a funny, action-y one as well. It's like funny, it's action-y. There's like, there's like I guess morals. some mild horror elements. Yeah, there's there's morals. Yeah. You know, you're just your traditional anime. It can be a little bit sad, yeah. but you know. The, the main character name, oh, fuck, what is her name? Uh, isn't it like Otto? No, it's Aoi or something. Yeah, like, Aoi or something Aoi. like that. I, if I remember correctly, it's the Japanese word for blue. Yeah, and she has that weird hereditary problem. With oh, her heterochromia. Eye. There we go. Heterochromia iridium. Yep, she has that problem. And you first see her, she's like Halloween mug in a car because she's in the middle of the street. Yeah, because she's like picking up like a dead bug and uh, the car. A uh, firefly. Yeah, and the car is like in the street, like it's driving. And so it has to stop because she's there. And, then she and like, he, the car just like honks at her to be like, hey, you know, can you can you get out of the street? Like, yeah. I'm trying to go. And she just like stares him down like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. And it's like, you're in the goddamn street. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the street. So uh, she follows his voice into like. She follows the bug. Oh, yeah, it was the bug. I thought it was the voice. Yeah, she, she follows the bug into the bug like, is talking a, to her. Yeah, like, it's a, like a, a random, cave. yeah, escalator thing. It's like an stairs. escalator with like a slide at the end of it. Yeah, and then she just gets an egg. She, yeah, she gets an egg, and then she's and like... That's the end of the first episode. Was that really the end of the first episode? Yeah, because the second episode, she's like, what do I do with this egg? And then she like goes to sneak out, and then she just appears in class yeah. out of nowhere. And then she breaks the egg, and then yes, when she, she she goes to the bathroom, and then she's being yelled at by the toilet paper mm -hmm. to break the egg, and so she just chucks the egg at the wall, and then some chick comes out of the egg. Yep, and there she's like, "We need to survive until." No, this is still the first episode. No, this is the second. It episode. It is because there's one new character for every episode. The first episode is her getting the egg, and then having it hatch with that first girl, where they she finds the uh, um God, what are they called? The creatures with the knives. I don't know. 
I think there's something with an S. Sockos? No, 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 no. It, it's Ceno Evils. There we go. Yeah. With the little Ceno Evils. That's the first episode. And then the second one is oh, yeah. with the clown gym girl. Yeah, with the lady. gymnast. And then the third one is with the, the blonde girl with the pink stripe yeah, in her, red stripe yeah, in her hair. Yeah, you're hella right. Yeah, I was right. Or is it blue? No. It, well, I was talking right about, about the episode. Oh. But anyways, the reason that she's getting these weird eggs to, to hatch is yeah. she didn't let her friend die. But she wasn't a good friend. So no, her, uh, her friend was being bullied and she did nothing. Yeah. Like, as you go, the third episode ends on, like, a cliffhanger. And I was just like, damn, kind of want to see how it ends. But I didn't want to go to episode four. But, yeah, the reason that she's getting these eggs is these two mannequin dudes told her, like, Save enough eggs, you bring back your friend. So basically, you just keep cracking them open. A new person pops out. You help them with their problem. And you get, like, just a little bit closer to saving, well, I guess, in her case, to saving her friend. And it seems like with the other, because you do meet two other girls who are doing the same thing, and they're all yeah. trying to save somebody. They're saying, trying to save someone. But I wonder if everybody's trying to save somebody. Yeah, well, it kind of seems like the people in the eggs are people that have also died or committed suicide or something. Yeah, but, it's I'm, implied, but the, like the mannequins, they're just like, oh, no comment. They basically only give them information about what's on the other side, and even then, really only what they need to know. Because it was even the third episode where the girl comes back and she's like, ah, "I'm in pain. You didn't tell me I'd be in pain here," and they were just like, "That's not a problem." No, he's, he, the one of the mannequins like, yeah, we did. You just need to take responsibility for it. The the one that... Yeah, okay, yeah, no. He says that's not our problem to uh, the main character saying that they need to get her help or something. Mm. Yeah, you're right, yes. But yeah, she's in there because her friend dies because she was getting bullied. Where it ended, or I think in episode two or three, it kind of made it seem that um the teacher that keeps stopping by to see her might yeah. have other motives to to see her because it kind of seemed like she walked in on her friend and the teacher embracing each other. He's a weirdo. Like, you don't know. Like, when I saw that, I was like, so he's trying to cover up and be like, hey, don't, don't tell that I was making the moves on this middle schooler. I don't think we ever find out their age, but she, they all look young. Yeah, they do. Like, there's multiple bath scenes and... They're just hanging out, and you can clearly tell that they're not supposed to be developed in any way. Actually, no. We know that they're not that old because in the second episode, the girl that she has to help out that hatches from the egg is a gymnast. Mm -hmm. And her like source of trauma and the thing that she has to defeat in order to get past it is like a weird demon version of her coach. coach. Mm -hmm. And her coach, one of the comments she makes is like mocking her about like the, the quote-unquote excuses that this girl has given her for not performing well. And one of them was like, oh, oh yeah. so your body changed when you got your period or something mm -hmm. like that? As if, like, it's it's her fault that that happened. Yeah. But my understanding would be if she's yelling about that, they've got to be, like, 14. Yeah, like, they're probably. They're not that old. Yeah, but the, the show is cool because it gives me hella fully coolie vibes. Not in the art style, but just the, the weird motion. animation. Yeah, yeah, the motion and then also the camera angles. Yeah, and the quality for this anime is good. Well, it's it's an original anime. Yeah, it is not shitty. Like it's not based on anything. Aniplex was like, we're gonna do this. I think actually, I think it was Cloverworks with Aniplex. The some of the animations look really like plasticky, but it, yeah. 
it works, but and it also goes back to the fully cooliness. Yeah, like when she pulls out the her battle axe thing. Yeah, that does. I, I don't know. I like the way that that looks. That straight up just reminded me of the fucking part where she pulls the fucking in fully cooly the baseball bat mm-hmm. out of the n- head. Like that's what I just like. What the fuck? One of my favorite things animation wise about it is when they're fighting the Sino evils. You get a couple of shots where you see one of them close up getting hit, and you can see that the quality of the lines and all that degrade. Mm-hmm. So they go from being like these pristine, like completely done animations to as you get closer, very sketch-like in the way that they're drawn. Yeah. Like they're very broad strokes, weird overlapping lines, things that you would see in like a preliminary drawing, but it seems like it's done to really play up the speed and the motion of what's going on. Yeah. And so that, as far as that goes, like that's done really well. Mm-hmm. The question, Sal, is which girl is best girl? Dude, none. The fuck? You don't like any of them. I like more them, than but the just, other ones. Just those characters, because really? like you don't you don't really find anything about them. You find out about the the you, quiet the, you bitchy find girl out in the, the second one, and the, then you the find out the brown girl is bitchy, and then yeah. the 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 blonde girl is hell of fucking a dildo. Dude, hardcore. She's like the type of she's person. Kind of a bitch. Yeah, she's the type of person I wouldn't want to be my friend. What I will say though is. You do get an idea more of what they're like once they're on, like, once they're in, like, the whatever weird dream world they're in while they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And Rika is the name of the character with the the pink stripe in her hair. Yeah. The one that's kind of a dildo. When you see her fighting those things and, like, because she gets pulled into her, like, the main girl gets pulled into Rika's fight or whatever into her world. It's not her dream. You get this immediate understanding of like she knows exactly what she's doing, and she's very good at what she's doing. Like this, she's been here a lot before. Yeah. Because the main girl's like, "Where are the Cenos? Like, what's going on?" And the girl's just like, "They're at the bottom of the cliff. They'll be coming up any moment now." Mm-hmm. And then they do, and she just starts beating their ass, and she's telling her like, "They're gonna be coming from over there. Go over there. You know, they're gonna." And she has like a, a pretty good amount of control over the world that she's in, and it seems like each one of them has their own dedicated spot. I would imagine we're going to see that for the other two girls when they come out because obviously the spot for the main girl is the high school. Yeah. Everything that we've seen, and probably that might be because that's where her personal source of trauma is. That's where the girl the died friend, that yeah. she's trying to save, whereas Rika's thing is the beach. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's the cliffside by the yeah, beach. Yeah, by the beach. Which that might be an implication of what happened there. Yeah. Because each of these girls, well, you don't find out about the quiet girl, the the brown girl. No. You just know that she's doing it for her sister, but you yeah. don't know what happened we, to We her haven't sister. gotten pulled into her world yet. Yeah. But this is uh, this is one I like. Hella. Fuck yeah. This is I one I'm going to keep watching. It. Yeah, I watched it and I was just like, God damn. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch episode four because episode three leaves in a cliffhanger. Yeah, same. Because something happened and just like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Now I got to watch this other one, which before we move on, this one is like a high for... Hell oh yeah, for sure for me. I don't know if I would go so far as to say five for this nah, one. Not yet. Maybe I'm gonna give it a few episodes. Maybe it will be, but it's 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 fucking high four mm-hmm. for me too. High four. It's right. Th- it's so fucking close. And then the last one is called what's Hiori? It's a uh, Horamiya. There we go. This one was also good. This one I was not expecting to like this one. Yeah, this is usually not the kind of thing you're into because it's just like there's a girl at school, there's a guy at school, 
they meet each other outside of school because the girl or the girl's little brother almost gets attacked by a dog. Yeah. And the guy happens to be there, helps out with the dog, uh, saves the little brother, whatever. And that sort of pulls them together. Two people who normally wouldn't get along, normally wouldn't be in the same social circle, you know? Yeah. Now they're well, talking to each other. And it yeah. turns out they're both really fucking cool people outside of school. Mm-hmm. The entire time I was watching it, I was like, I feel like this is what Adrian think his life would be if he was in an anime. <laughs> no, that dude is way too cool. I'm talking like, about the anime guy. <laughs> damn, fuck. <laughs> the dude's got like four piercings on yeah. each ear plus a lip ring. Plus a li- and he has tattoos. And he's got tattoos. Like, come on. I'm not even that cool. Yeah. I want a tattoo. The same. I just don't want to get one because if when we do go to Japan and they see my tattoo, they're going to be like, what the fuck, you Yakuza? And it's like, it's a... It's a one piece tattoo. How hard do I look right now? They're gonna no. They're gonna look at you and they're gonna know you're not though, because you you are clearly not Japanese. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you have to be Japanese to be in the yakuza. That's fucked up. I mean, it's a it's a fairly that's the fucked. population of Japan is like 99 percent actually just straight up Japanese people. It's Damn. not like here where everybody's here. In Japan, most almost every single person is Japanese. Yeah, that's how it so. worked. And then also I feel like even if they were more like racially diverse, you'd probably still see that because we still have a lot of gangs here in the fucking U.S. where you have to be a particular race to be a part of it. And yeah. if you're not, then you can't be. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, main character is the Hori girl. Yes. And the the her... Love interest, friend, is the dude, what's his name? Like Miyamoto or something? No. <laughs> There's a something Mia in, in it because because Hor- the the title is both of their names put together. Oh, damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's Hori and then Mia something or other. Machimi something? I don't know. You know anyways, they, they, uh, they, they start hanging out and, you know, it's just a slice of life anime. But you end up finding out that this dude was always getting picked on. Yeah. Never had friends. So until he randomly saved this little kid and he found out that it was the Hori girl, his brother, well, then he started getting friends because he started hanging out with her. Then he slowly got into her little friend group of the the dude with the purple hair and then the... Well, the dude with the purple hair, by the way, his name is Miyamura, the main guy. Yeah. Uh, The dude with the purple hair only starts talking to Miyamura because he notices that Miyamura is hanging around Hori a lot. Yeah. And... The dude with the purple hair has a huge crush on her, so he's... At first, it was very much that, like, back off, she's mine kind yeah. of vibe. And then he realized, like, oh, never mind, this guy also doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Which is hella funny. That, yeah. Like, they're trying to be bros, and even the purple-haired guy is like, damn, this guy's... He's he's prettier than some of the other girls. Yeah, he's got that... He, <laughs> he has that moment where he's just, like, staring at him, like, intently, where it's like, you gonna kiss? What the fuck? Yeah. And the first episode, no, I don't think it's the first or second where uh, the Miyamoto dude is saying like, oh, he didn't tell you that he liked you. And he's like, we're not talking about him. We're talking about us. <laughs> and she's like, well, if you like him so much, why don't you get along? Like, why don't you go ask him out? And he's like, I don't think we would get along. We, we wouldn't get that far. Like he was like genuine. He was like, maybe. <laughs> he's like, I'm not saying no, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. But that, I don't know. I'm liking that one, too. Yeah, I'm liking that one, it's too. A, pretty much all of the anime this week have been, like, pretty funny ones, too. Yeah. Especially this one. Uh, there's a lot of moments where 
you know, one of them is picking on another and they go into that really like childish round face and it's yeah. just like, oh, I didn't know. Or I like the purple haired guy for the fact that that's like the only time I've ever been like, I can relate to that because I'll be saying shit in real life and then you guys say some gay shit and you're like, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> and I was like, I can relate to that. <laughs> No, this one's a, a really... I liked that the central conflict for... Was it the second episode? Was that the, she didn't know his first name? Yeah, and it was like, a, should we, should we not? I like you. Do you like me? Yeah. And then you know, you're just finding out that the, the main dude is also like a fighter. Like, he can beat ass if he needs to. Yeah, because that was... Was it the third episode? Third episode, yeah. Third episode, um... The the central conflict is that Hori is like doing the budget or something for the school club that she's a part yeah, of. No, student council. Not, there we go. Yeah, she's not even part of she's it. She's not a part of it. She just knows people that are. Yeah. Um, and a part of it gets lost because some other girl loses it. And which is annoying because she refers to herself in the third person. Yeah. And so the fucking student council's people are giving her shit, uh, or giving Hori shit. And Miyamura just like headbutts this fucking dude because he's pissing him student off. Student prank council yeah. president. And then he's like, "Here's this shit that you're missing. That girl told me to throw it away. Yeah, she's being a dumb bitch." Yeah. And then they all like bow to to Hori to like apologize, like, "Oh, we're so sorry." And then they leave, and then everybody's like, "So you had it?" And he's like, "Yeah." So why'd you headbutt him? He's just pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, but this one's also good. This one's a four. Yeah, this one's a solid four for me, too. But uh, I think that that's, that's it. Yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode. See you guys.